This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. Guys, welcome. Welcome to Dynamic Banter. Um, so glad you're here. We're so glad you're here. Go ahead and pull up a seat. Pull up a goddamn seat and get comfortable. Pull up a seat for your friend and then push it <laughs> six feet away from your mouth and nose. Stay the fuck away. away. Stay push away your, from your friends. <laughs> push your friends away. Push your friends away. Uh, can I start by saying so, like a very functional thing? Yes, please. Um, I love it. I think I still need the addresses of the uh, first and second place winner of the dynamic banter costume contest. So I could mm-hmm. send them stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the dude dressed up as demolition man. Where's my mom. And then <laughs> do not spin. And then third place I have, but I want to make sure I have all your shit so I could send you your shit. Please so give us your shit, shit so we can send you shit. Send me your shit. That's it. Oh, please Mike. don't send shit to the show. I um I I apparently Byron sent you some Halloween shirts for me that I need to get from you. Oh, for you? Yes. I don't know. Maybe oh, he okay. didn't, but we'll talk about it after the show. How about Roger? That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have. I think I might have worn both of them already. But the good news <laughs> is that they are washed and they'll feel like you got them out I of love the thrift that. store. You wore two <laughs> of the same shirt on top of each other. Yeah, I like to double up. That's nice. I like that. It's like when you <laughs> underline something twice. <laughs> I like. You want everyone to know. Yeah. You ever Dude, you ever Halloween wear the same shirt? shirt? Which poster one? on it? it? It looks great. I want to wear it every day. Dude, I uh, yeah, I was thinking about it last night. I was like, "Fuck, I want those DB Halloween shirts." I hit up Byron before Halloween. I was like, "Yo, bro, let me have them shirts," and he's like, "You got it, SA." That's and weird that I, Byron would say that. He did, and he actually sent a voice message, and it sounded like he had a recording of me saying it. This is Byron, fool. Dazeen. Dazeen. So, uh, guys, welcome to the show. Um, The the collective mood in in California seems a little bit different. Maybe it's just me after the, the political wave... That, uh, that that has subsided slightly, um, but I feel like moods are feeling up. People, the, the mood, it feels like there's an energy flow of happiness kind of happening right now. You feeling that, Mike? Yeah, I think that normally happens when a lot of people are down at once, mm-hmm. that wheel keep on turning. Yeah. And uh, there's always going to be good times and bad. Sometimes it's been worse. Sometimes it hasn't. And it's always going to be like that. Yeah. My brother Forever and always amen. My brother texted me the other day and was like, this is the this is the um dawning of the age of this Aquarius. is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. <laughs> and I said, are you OK? And if not, send me an emoji and I'll call the police so that they could come check on you. Love that song. Um, It's a great song. But he was like, uh in our lifetime we've seen like in our in our my brother and i in our lifetime 
uh, we've we're seeing like some of the most like uh, outrageous kind of like political things happening in on this land here where we are. And um, it's interesting. It's interesting that like in everybody's lifetime, they'll experience kind of like different ups and downs. And you think about the histories of people who lived through some of our, you know, some of our world's craziest tragedies, events and such. And it's like really mind blowing how like. Dude, it blows my mind that that younger people don't remember 9-11 because yeah. that happened at such like a um, like a pivotal point in our lives yeah like i i was in i think i was a junior in high school yeah and that's like the peak of like that's when you love everything you love all the music <laughs> right, that's out right. you love all the tv shows right and you're like locked into what's going on in the in the world and then there's people who can drive that don't remember 9-11 at all and yeah. that's crazy they don't i wonder how how is 9-11 treated like in school for kids that are like learning it? Is it is I wonder if those kids are like, wow, like, are they feeling like it's as as like as because, um, you know, when we were in school, we were learning about a lot of the tragedies of uh, of societal and, and uh, political um, such and such. And I remember thinking like, wow, that's such, such a terrible such class. SS. Such and such class. <laughs> but you never such think like when you're a kid. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> what were your grades like in S and S it's such and such. But, um, like I want, cause I mean, um, you know, when kids learn about that kind of, like, I never, I never realized that I would live through something like that. Like, you know, uh, I mean, I'm not comparing these historical tragedies to others and not uh, being, right, but you're, I'm you're being a kid vague and on then purpose. you think everything is like good. Right, right. And then something happens and you're like, Oh, that's what it's like when something terrible <laughs> right, happens. Right. Just like right. the first time you lose someone or the first time you fucking, uh, break up with somebody or shit yeah. your pants or yeah. whatever. You don't know until you know with certain things. There like there's a, nothing anyone can tell you to prepare you for like a <laughs> catastrophic situation. And that's what makes us, that's the human condition, baby. <laughs> We're all just hanging out, making good memories. There was and uh, sometimes good things happen. And, bad things happen. <laughs> and that, and this has been. And that um, was. There was an episode of uh, of Roseanne. <laughs> Just... Where the one of the daughters, the oldest daughter, had a presentation to give in front of the whole school. <laughs> this is like the end when they're learning. <laughs> They're growing. <laughs> um, the presentation, you say? And she was at school. And we didn't see the presentation, but it was in front of the whole school. And uh, apparently, while she was presenting, during a silent moment, she farted. The girl. A big old girl fart on stage and everyone in school heard it. Yeah. <laughs> and she came home to her mom and 
dad, and of course they made fun of her because it's Roseanne. They laughed about it for a bit. Yeah, no mercy. Because they love each other, but they give each other shit sometimes. And what ended up happening was, is she was like, this is the craziest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. I should just die. The world is over. But, just like Mike said. Dude, of all the anecdotes in the world to choose, (laughs) I think that was the best choice. Thanks, man. That episode of Roseanne where Grey's Anatomy farted or Or, whoever it was at that time. That's the one. And uh, and Roseanne's sister, I forgot her name, but she's a very funny woman. She's on the show a lot. And she's great. She recalled a time where when they were younger, they were swimming in a swimming hole and Roseanne came out of the water and one of her boobs popped out and everyone saw it and made fun of her and called her like booby or whatever they called her. And she was like, holy shit, I totally forgot about that. And so she goes to her daughter who farted in front of the whole school and said, hey, listen, your, your aunt just reminded me that when I was younger, one time I came out of the pool and my tit popped out and everyone saw it. And look at me. I'm still alive and I'm fine. Right? <laughs> no one could look me in the eyes. No one could look me in the eyes. I say, hey, my eyes I'm are okay. up here, Roseanne said. <laughs> Audience laughs. Audience applause. John Goodman enters. Guest star walks in. Audience lose it for 15 minutes. <laughs> Michael Jackson delivers the mail to the family one day. Backwards. Audience loses it. John Goodman farts into a bucket and saves it in the garage for a whole season. Um, but anyway, yeah, you're right, man. It's so funny how, like, when you're a kid, like, well, do you remember being a young bit and having something affect you in a way that you thought your life was over? Yeah, man. That like, what's the big big other one? day? But what was the big one where you were like, this is it? I'm done for. But it was like the stupidest thing that you can look back at and laugh at now. I remember being kind of devastated when uh, like playing basketball in middle school when kids used to start uh, kids used to make fun of my boobs because (laughs) they were all like skinny. You could see everybody's ribs like no one was in shape. You were either skinny or fat (laughs) and you don't choose how you're shaped. So I had boobs. I talk about it all the time in in stand-up things. It makes a lot of people laugh because I think a lot of people went through a similar thing. It's a relatable thing. But I remember like being around all my friends who were like cool with me in school. Mm -hmm. And then just because one kid pointed something out, you you when you're little, you instantly have to pick a side. Right. And it's gonna be (laughs) with whoever's laughing. There's no loyalty when you're little. Right. There's no like sticking up for kids until you get to a certain age where you develop a moral compass. Right. Right. So to see all of my buddies like turn on me and then treat me different was a big bummer. And I thought about that and I harbored a lot of resentment about that for a long time. Yeah. Um, Did you do that thing where you, where you, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, there was this other time where in middle school, uh, (laughs) did you ever, (laughs) In middle school gym class, did they like teach you all the same game at once sometime? Mm-hmm. So we yeah. had a big gym and they were teaching us badminton. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Heard of it. So there were like eight nets okay. set up in our giant gym. Right. 
And then, you know, you would go to class and you would change right. and you would do gym, you would change. And then you would kind of line up at the door to get out of class in the order that you got dressed. Sure. And, and I was outside, we were waiting to go to the next class and my friends were jumping over the bagmington mat. <laughs> just and horsing around like, like boys do boys yeah just horsing around we were all like what 12 years old yeah so they were jumping boys so they jumped over this net and they were like okay now you do it bet you can't do it oh and I was man like, fuck you guys i bet i get it's a bagmington net yeah it's not a tennis net or volleyball well, a tennis court or a volleyball net which would be almost impossible, impossible. to jump over <laughs> For a fat 12-year-old Italian boy. Magic Jordan and could do it. I dared Dr. Jam, James <laughs> King to do it. So I tried to jump over it, and my foot got caught, oh, and I fell. No. And then every net in the gym that was attached to it fell over. Damn it. Yeah. Damn. So... Damn. Yeah, and then things like this keep happening, and then you become a musician. <laughs> and then you, you become an artist. All, you deal yeah. with all that that has to come with, and then you discover YouTube, and then you're like, I don't even have to play music anymore. I could just talk to people. And then you become a stand-up comedian, and then you get old and you die. I can internalize <laughs> the feelings. I the you know like in Monsters Inc. when all the kids <laughs> when the kids cry, the, it powers their energy or whatever. Remember Monsters Inc. Uh -huh. Like the mm. laughter of the people that laughed at you at the uh, jumping over that bang making court. <laughs> Power kazoo. <laughs> It powered you. It fueled you into the artist you are now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that's why those moments are so important, too, because it totally makes you look within yourself and try to understand why you feel that way. And mm -hmm. then, like, you know, listen to some music that makes you feel even more sad. And you're like, you know, oh, the, why am I feeling this way? What can I do with these feelings? Do I do I just curl up into a ball and cry for days? Well, sure. How do I rhyme these feelings? <laughs> How do I rhyme these feelings so girls will kiss me on the mouth? <laughs> How can I put these feelings into the key of C? <laughs> I can't fit all these feelings in my cargo shorts. How do I put these feelings into this piano? Um. <laughs> the piano. The feelings button on this piano <laughs> dude but yeah. then a lot of my favorite people to hang out with kind of they have whatever shaped them to be a person and then there's always a point or a couple different points in your life maybe it doesn't take the first time but there are things that happen to make you like sure of yourself and kind of fall in love with yourself right or whatever happens where the way other people see you or mm. think of you doesn't matter as much as it did when you were in sixth grade the, or middle the school fucks or high school the or fucks whatever. start to go down yeah yeah i suppose that's it or or like for me i put a lot of weight on how people who i care about see me mm -hmm. but then everyone else i, I could Right, care less right, 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 right. You know, so it, it changes. I put a lot and of weight down in my midsection. Usually some with people hamburgers. carry their weight <laughs> in the people who love them very much. <laughs> I put my weight into an air fryer. And <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I totally. And um, I guess it's just about 
you know, because even because even at that point, like it's interesting how I I feel similarly to you. Like I could I Did could you care have one like. Well, I could care less about. Well, you know, I don't know. I I um, I remember one time I was pretty young. I must have been like seventeen. No, I was like I was like eight maybe or seven (laughs) and uh i was in school and i was being made fun of outside of class and suddenly they the kids just started like peg me with crayons like they were throwing (laughs) crayons at me and uh and i was like I didn't understand why it was happening. And these people weren't my friends. <laughs> so it felt like I was being attacked and murdered by my peers. Yeah. And so I remember running into the boys bathroom and crying. You're all speckled. <laughs> Looking at yourself all speckled in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, just like, yeah. <laughs> what is that chartreuse? <laughs> um, but, <laughs> I remember thinking like, holy shit, that was like fucking intense. And I, and I was crying and I was like, why is this happening to me? And then, um, and then like, I, it's funny that I only remember really the incident and not how I like corrected it because I think, because I think what, what I learned in that moment was, was like, if I, if I, if I stop analyzing like how it ruined my my life in this moment and i just kind of like m- pretend like it didn't matter to me mm-hmm. then like people will leave me alone about it yeah dude you could use it as an anchor for the yeah. rest of your life or yeah. you could use it as a jumping off point right that's what missy elliott's talking about when she talks about the jump off all the time right and i think i i i, I, I didn't realize it at the time but i think i learned in that moment that i could I could fight the bullies with like, you know, lack of care with zero fucks and mm-hmm. then turn the zero fucks into like a joke. And, and it yeah. would, and not only would it protect you from it, it would also like, you'd get dopamine from the people going like, Oh shit, that's funny. Dude, this guy's funny now. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm the funny guy. I'm not yeah. the nerdy throw crayons at anymore. Right. Right. I'm, fu- I'm funny. Right. <laughs> right. We can put the crayons down. Right. Right. Dude, I, I grew up with a very like hard talking, fucking shit talking group of friends. Yeah. Uh, always. And that's, you know, every, uh, teenager preteen preteen has that for the most part maybe less now than it was but especially in the northeast we're all very like hardened by the winter i guess something in the water yeah we all need to hate on each other to show each other how much we love each other and uh (laughs) there was one definitive thing me and my buddy matt a dude who like just moved out here um and we've been hanging out recently i think he's coming over for thanksgiving oh fuck yeah i remember playing basketball behind a school on like a weekend or something or a weeknight. And I remember I kind of knew him cause we went to a different, um, I don't know, middle school or grade school. And you kind of like come up with the same group of people, like you sure. have your same group of friends in grade school, middle school and right. high school. Right. Then you're townies or you bounce. Right? right. And, uh, I, uh, when these groups would start to converge, there would be friction. Like you have all your friends who you earned and then there'd be a different group of friends. 
and then maybe they mingled through like uh pop warner football or or you know little league or whatever sure so the groups are like intermingling now and i remember he was making fun of me and i was really bummed out about it because like it was in front of my friends and again like you get made fun of and everyone picks a side and people either turn or they don't They're <laughs> right, a little bit older right. now right and i was bummed out and i was gonna leave and i remember my friend being like why are you gonna leave and i remember being like because this kid's fucking making fun of me or whatever yeah and he's like, just make fun of him back and i was like what <laughs> and he was like yeah dude if he says something about this just fucking make fun of his nose or whatever the fuck and i was like oh i i feel stupid for not thinking that not that was getting that yeah and then it, it never stopped after that yeah so it's like there are little it's fun i'm very thankful that those memories have kind of last i'm sure they've warped over time but dude, they I uh they stuck out I have that exact same thing with like the the if they're making fun of you make fun of them back thing yeah. but I was but I also had the fear of being beaten to death for which, sure which like for me I was I was not about to fight anybody and I was in no position to protect myself from a fight so yeah. I was also <laughs> cautious of like who I made fun of and and also like there came a time in high school where I had my group of friends and then we like befriended some of the like the gentle giant dudes that were like uh -huh. that could kind of like stand in front of you if they were like if someone came <laughs> to mess with you. And yeah. so we befriended some of those guys so that we could kind of like so then we had our shields at that point. But before that, it was like there was no way I was going to defend myself from someone that was like. So let's say someone says something that the entire class was like, oh, shit. And then yeah. I come back with something that was like slam fucking dunk. Like you destroyed that man. That person would then look over at me and go, you're dead. Like I'm going to murder <laughs> you. <laughs> and it's like, oh shit, I forgot that you can do that. <laughs> and yeah. I can't. <laughs> Dude, you know what I think helped with that? Even before I, I got beat up a couple times was sports. Yeah, because you take certain specific contacts in sports. Mm. You know, you used to get I used to get fucked up in soccer of all things. Right. Like people trying to. I used to get fucked up in soccer and then baseball specifically. <laughs> I'd be like Greg Dixo hit me in square in the back with a 98 mile an hour fastball. I could definitely take a punch from that kid. So I'm <laughs> right. definitely making fun of that kid. Cause even if I lose, it's not going to be worse than getting hit with a pitch by Greg Dixon. Right. Right. So it's like, again, these calculated risks that we were talking about. <laughs> and I think we're like, we're both products of kind of where we grew up. Cause for me, it was like my, my mom would, would not let me hang out with people that like, were rough or kind of like you know Neil, he's not like, a nice he's yeah not a nice boy like if you weren't nice around my mom you weren't gonna be able to be my friend essentially yeah so so she, so then like and that was baked into me at such an early age that by the time i went to school like by the time i started to make friends that were like kind of like that i remember thinking oh i should stay away from that because like my mom was like you should probably stay away from that so i never had like you know, like beat me up, like, like, uh, let me punch you in the arm friends. Um, so I kind of grew up a little coddled and kind of soft. 
And mm-hmm. so that's that's where my like calculations of like sh- how, should I pursue this further? Because my shields are only as strong as like the the words that the person is throwing at me are like you could bust through my comedy shield with your fists very easily <laughs> and it's because i never had friends that were like dude just fucking punch him in the arm if they're fucking with you because to me it was like i don't want to get punched in the arm ever so mm. i'm never gonna punch someone in the arm you know yes um there was this guy though that would constantly fucking hit me in the nuts you know that dude. fucking guy dude I that was all of my friends and it was was a thing. They made weapons. It was a thing that was very terrible and continued into like I was like 25 the last time I got hit in the nuts. (laughs) And it was the bass player to my band at the time. And I said I looked him in the eyes and I'm like, I love you like a brother, James. But if you I wish we can call him right now. He's a dad (laughs) and he has a job, but I would love for him to tell you the story. (laughs) I was like, James. I'm 25 years old. If you ever do that to me again, and I pointed at his collarbone, I put my finger on his collarbone. I said, I'm going to put my head through your collarbone. And I'm so sorry. I'm going to break your collarbone. If you ever do that to me again, we're grownups. And that time in our life is over. You're right. You can retaliate now. In fact, because, you know, there's this unwritten, unspoken rule amongst men that is like you just don't fucking hit someone in the nuts. Like I'd rather you not. <laughs> every every guy would rather you not. They are an inter- they are essentially an internal organ that are external. So it's like you're kicking an external organ essentially. Yeah. Like no, but it's funny because I hurt so much. Yes, but it is funny. It's like if your spleen was on your back. <laughs> Greg Dixo hit you with a 95 miles an hour. So so it's already so it's already known that like you just don't do that unless you absolutely fucking have to. Mm-hmm. And and if you do that, you need to be if you make the decision to hit an adult if you're a man who makes a decision to hit another adult man in the nuts, then you need to be prepared next for the worst possible thing that can happen to you, including yeah. murder. <laughs> because <laughs> including but not limited that's the, to. That's the risk you take when you do that because you're inviting yes. someone to essentially break your collarbone with their head at that point. Because <laughs> Yeah, and that's just one of many <laughs> options that people might. Everyone's going to have a different option. Dude, this guy who used to hit me in the fucking nuts all the time, I could never fight him back because he was this big fucking guy. Like, he was like big very like big the rock. like the rock he was the rock in <laughs> high school and he was one of those guys that was so into fucking icp dude and this is why i hated in St. Cloud Fossey so much be careful i know those careful. fucking juggalos man this motherfucker <laughs> he was just this big dumb fucking dude who would fucking come over to me and he would give me big hugs and he'd show me affection in a lot of ways but he would also just fucking hit me in the nuts sometimes with his fist, with his foot. He just thought it was funny, I guess. I don't know. Something yeah. was wrong with the man. Maybe he had trouble at home or something. He might have wanted to fuck you and just not. He might have wanted to. to. Yeah, him. maybe that's true. Um, and God bless him. But uh, so that motherfucker hit me so many times. And and uh, every time I was like, you motherfucker, dude, you need to stop fucking doing that. Like I'd look him in the eyes and say, stop fucking doing that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and I was, and you know, it was, it sucked, but you know, it just was one of those things. And then years and years and years and years later, like I was working at Sony or something, Sony pictures. I come home to Oxnard to visit my family and I go to like the grocery store or something and motherfucking, his name was Patrick motherfucker. Mm. Motherfucking was, Patrick, dude, Patrick. And listen, no offense to custodial service workers. They work very hard. Hell I yeah, res- man. Much respect. Essential but, workers, especially now. But that motherfucker was wiping down the supermarket. Yeah. And, and and I was like, that's what you get for hitting guys in the nuts. That's, yeah. That's the job that's you get. That's what happens. That's the job you get if you're the bully yeah. that fucking hits dudes in the nuts for no reason. Oh, are you good with your hands? <laughs> It's good thing he put it. He put those hands to good use. <laughs> good with your hands, bud. Because, <sighs> but people grow. You know, I, maybe he has a nice family now. Maybe he taught sure. his son. He was like, "Listen, I, I did a lot of I, yeah, stupid I shit when mistakes. I was your age." <laughs> yeah. I think okay, I heard a lot you're of doing people. It, unless you're trying to make somebody come, you never touch a guy's nuts. <laughs> Listen to me. Oh uh, yeah. Listen to me, dude. I I got I got to be honest with you though. I strongly considered going over and punching him in the nuts as an adult <laughs> man, seeing him at the grocery store. No, you can't do that, dude. I'm but telling you, you especially you the way shit is now. I know you have to choose to be the bigger person, <laughs> and it's not yeah. easy. And that's what makes it the right thing to do is yes. the fact that it's not easy. Yes. You can't, dude, you got to want to be right more than you want your turn to be the bully. Right. Yes. You, yeah. And getting that revenge, as you've seen throughout history and stories and whatever, it doesn't really bring any of that back. It doesn't fix anything. It just gives you that moment of serotonin, I guess. Plus, there's almost no way you're going to fuck him after that. No. And, that, and if there's a chance, I might want to keep it open. I don't know where I'm going to be in 10 years. Um, also, like, that guy could, has then the legal right to murder me after I punch yeah, him. Even though he punched me so many times. It's not like it's okay because I owe him at least one or something. No, he yeah. can murder me and, the, and he'd get away with it. All right. Yes. Should we do the ads? Yes. All right. Let's get some ads in here. We'll keep the saxophone music going because I liked it. I like it a lot, man. Me too, man. Dude, and then I have a story. I have a short. I I would love your opinion on a be nice or not be nice. Hell yeah. Just as a little preview of what's coming up. And then maybe we could do a hisery robe. I think that's a fantastic idea. Is that a new microphone? Yeah, well, I've been using it for a while, but I haven't used it for DB yet. It's the Wavelink Mm -hmm. 3, not sponsored, from Elgato. And I like it. I think it's a nice nice. mic. Yeah. Anyway, excuse me while I play the saxophone here and talk a little bit about Squarespace. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, guys. What can you do with Squarespace? For those of you that don't know what Squarespace is, how dare you? How do you not know basically the premier place to make your own website? Mm Mm-hmm. 
let's not be a doofus about this. If you're going to make a website, if you're like, I need to sell something, or I want to write and have daily writing challenges, and I want a place to do that, that's like my special place that I could call whatever I want, and I can customize the web link to get there, and it's so easy to make, and you can do it all on your phone, and it's so dang easy with someone around 24 hours a day, seven days a week to help you if you have any kind of problems. Oh, baby girl, then I'm talking about Squarespace. That's the place to go. Ding again. Dude. When I think about Squarespace, and I do, I think about how easy it is to publish your work, showcase your things, your blogs, an event. Mike Falzone has a Squarespace website. And I have for years. Years! And I traded in for nothing in the world. Mike, I have a ham Unless sandwich it was a, here. another Squarespace website. <laughs> I've got a really good ham sandwich. Would you like to trade that for... No, thank you. Your Squarespace site? Keep okay, it. hold on. Let me see what else I have here. Okay, you love Baby Yoda? I've got Baby Yoda! It's very cute, but you can keep that as well. I'll take my Squarespace website. All right. Well, look, it looks like you've proven yourself, Mike. Mike would not trade anything in the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's two. So why don't you turn your cool idea into a new website for Dang's God's sake? You can make it yourself. It's easy. Mike Falzone did it. Mike's not a (laughs) web designer. Mike can't make a website using HTML code. I can't do it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely but, not. But the wizards at uh, Squarespace made it possible. Well, it's so easy, Steve. It's like drag and drop stuff. You could use modules. You never have to update. Everything hey. works behind the scenes. And you basically, mummy, just control the way you want it to look. You make it look exactly the way you want it to make it look with the help of expertly designed award-winning templates, by the by. That's so right. it's like, how do you put your ideas in a beautiful package? You do skip. And you want to sell stuff on your site? Easy peasy. There's an e-commerce functionality that's built right in. You can sell anything you want online. And the ability to customize the look and feel, the settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. Guys, why don't you just go to squarespace.com and check it out, all right? You on the fence? You think this sounds pretty sweet to your ears? This is music to your ears? Then go to squarespace.com banter for a free trial. That's right. We're hooking you up with a free trial, and we're giving you 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain by using the offer code banter when you check out. So go to squarespace.com slash banter for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can use the offer code banter. You get 10% off your purchase. You're playing music on a fence to your ears. <laughs> How much? Play music on your ears? Please walk. Please, 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 please. All right, guys, that's squarespace.com slash banter. Offer code banter. Thank you, Squarespace. <laughs> this fucking song. I really <laughs> like work it. Of it. That's one of those things where like that could loop 20 times and I would have no idea. It's it's like three hours of like cool, sweet saxophone music. <laughs> this is what being trapped in an elevator feels like. 
Guys, let's talk about HelloFresh real quick because, ooh, are you getting hungry? I know I am, and when I think about HelloFresh, that hunger feels like it's going to be satisfied easily, quickly, with meal kits. And as a matter of fact, America's number one meal kit is HelloFresh. And they're going to help you skip those trips to the grocery store and all those dang expensive orderings and whatever the hell you're doing with your food habits. Throw them into the dang garbage because HelloFresh makes home cooking easy and fun and affordable. Oh, and stress-free. Oh, and easy. Wow. Usually you only get one or two of those things with a food delivery company. I know, but with HelloFresh, you get all of them. Do you miss being at home with the family on the weekend, having at least one home-cooked meal a weekend? But everyone's so far apart now because of the way things are in the pandemic and the what have you and the social studies. Well, now you can be the one to create dinner, beautiful restaurant-quality dinner out of your hands. And if me can do it, and if Steve can do it, and if E.T. can do it, any no proof that E.T. has done it, but th- you could do it. And you could prepare restaurant-quality food for your family. Like that miraculous-tasting pork and fig mm. thing that we had mm. the other night. Ugh. I don't remember the exact name of it. Maybe a chutney was involved. Mm. But uh, we just make these things that we would never, just ingredients you would never normally combine. And you taste like it's a restaurant in your house and you had everything to do with it. Mike, I've actually got one right here. If you'd like me to go get it and show you. Okay. Steve's going to go get it. Oh, now? Okay. I didn't know exactly what he was talking about, but I think Steve has a pre-prepared. This is like at the end of the cooking show, like Julia Child. No, it's not When only 20 minutes passes, but it's, she takes a fully prepared thing out of the oven. (laughs) This is what I got. This is what we had recently. This is the, it's the Southwest chicken sausage and rice skillet. Do you remember what package you got? Because they have like a vegetarian thing. They got a meat lovers thing. Well, this one, this one had chicken sausage in it, so I don't think it's vegetarian. I'm not sure which one it is, but we also have this crispy parmesan chicken. Mm. Now that's what I'm gonna put down my throat. That looks really nice. Thank you. And look at these. And the ingredients are right on the back. Super easy to do. It gives you everything you need. And I'm telling you what. Good pictures, easy to follow, simple steps. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and groceries, door trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about mm, 30 minutes if you got the time. Guys, and you get great value. You can save 40% when you use HelloFresh versus shopping at the grocery store. And, guys, you can feed the whole family with lower prices for larger box sizes. (laughs) there it goes twice guys and I'll tell you what lots of flexible things for your lifestyle if you want to change your delivery days or your meal plan preferences you want to skip a week whatever you want it's easy to do all on the app and you can keep your fridge stocked by adding extra meals proteins quick meals like breakfast on the go or 10 minute lunches and even desserts to satisfy your sweet tooth 
So guys, let's talk about the the um the let's why don't you guys go to hellofresh.com/dynamic90. That's right, hellofresh.com/dynamic90. <laughs> Take a lap. And use the code dynamic90 to get $90 off. That's oh my right. Goodness. Ninety. What you could use ninety dollars on. So Normally, much if you're like, food. oh, it's only whatever percent off. You're like, well, that calculates to about this. And what is really this? You're saving ninety dollars and getting delicious food and a sense of accomplishment. And imagine how great you're gonna feel cooking your own dang meals. It's a great feeling. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Dynamic90. Use the code Dynamic90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. All right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, HelloFresh. That's three thank yous. We don't normally do that. <laughs> so That's special. That's no extra <laughs> All right. Last but not least, Miyandi. There's a baby that sleeps on the other side of this wall. Move aside, bears. This is the human's time to hibernate. This holiday season, we actually have an excuse to not go to Aunt Karen's house. And I'll tell you what, me undies is so stoked to say that their cozy loungewear and comfy undies will be your holiday hibernation uniform. This is your sign, guys. Stay in, order in, cuddle up, be a bear in lounge pants, and hibernate your little butt off in the most comfortable unders you'll ever put your nuthers on. I love the onesies, dude. Have you tried the onesie? I think we do have a onesie, and Zoya immediately stole it. But I, I have worn it for funnies, and it does make you want to stay inside for a week and a half. Dude. I would stay inside for four to six weeks in a onesie. Let <laughs> One me give onesie. you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Waist high in the washing machine. Every couple days like this. <laughs> Refusing <laughs> to take it off. <laughs> like Selena Elos Dinos. Can I. Dia de los Muertos? <laughs> Selena de los Muertos. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. And you promise not to tell anybody? I promise never to. Uh, nobody else but me will know. I wear the MeUndies onesies all the time. <laughs> That's right. I wear them all the time. And when I put them on, ooh, baby, I don't want to get out. Just like Mike said, I We're can stay in them for days. <laughs> I can stay in them for days. And here's the deal, guys. Holidays are coming up. And this season, we're encouraging you to take it easy, soften the stress, literally. No more malls and wild holiday shopping. We're not going to be doing that. You just order me undies online. Psst. They offer free shipping. And you can gift your family and friends with the coziest clothes and undies for some well-deserved me time. Heck, gift yourself with some of the coziest clothes and undies and well-deserved for me to die on t- all, all time. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
that cameraman's working overtime today. <laughs> Want some of this? Let's get a testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. MeUndies has brand spanking new winter products this year. I'm very stoked about this. When I get MeUndies packages, Mike, you share the sentiment. We talk about it every time. It's It's Christmas every time. And you can give that to somebody. Yes, you can give someone Christmas even when it's not Christmas. Um, You can get cozy with their new PJ sets and Mm. holiday-themed prints. So keep an eye out for other new additions. And MeUndies also has greatest the greatest membership program on the face of the earth. You get a new pair of underwear or socks every month and give your top drawer a complete refresh! (laughs) MeUndies has a great offer for our (laughs) listeners, guys. (laughs) For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. You go to MeUndies.com slash banter and there's their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they're going to refund it or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. Just do it if you don't want them. But I guarantee you're going to want them. <laughs> you're going to want the way you look. So guys, go to MeUndies.com slash banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. And check them out. Sledgehammer. (laughs) Dude, you look like you're in a Peter Gabriel video. (laughs) All right. Thank you to our sponsors. We love you. We'll kiss you. Yes. Thank you so much. If you love this show, uh, if you love this show, if you love this show to our sponsors, because they help us pay rent. That is really nice. That's a great shirt, Steve. Where'd you get that? I got oh, it from they have uh, Furbies on the, the Furby place. It's the Golden That's Girls. That's great, man. It's the Golden Girls with Furbies on their faces. Is there a better goddamn show than the Golden Girls? Dude, I mean, Roseanne's pretty good. Um, all right. Well, Mike, you had something yeah. planned, you said. What do you got for us? Uh, maybe just two quick things. Okay. I want to um, express a very public thank you to my neighbor, Pipe. Oh. Because I locked, I was doing laundry, mm-hmm. and I locked my keys mm-hmm. and my phone in my apartment. Okay. And together, we banded together. Wow. And I'm so thankful for good neighbors. And I don't remember the last time I had that. Because like you can go your whole life without knowing any of your neighbors in an apartment building in a city. And I have. And you have. And uh, but it's just nice when you when you luck out and you got some really good people living by you. I have a text thread with my apartment people i like that how often is it what the fuck are you doing in there dude uh, honestly very rarely it's 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 kind of like like last night someone was like hey i got some persimmons from my mom's tree does anybody want any and then that's nice there and then there's stuff like 
Um, oh, I hope this wasn't someone's. I hope this isn't someone in this thread's car, and there's like a tree on top of it or something. <laughs> and then there was another one that was like someone sleeping in the gateway entrance to get into the apartment building. <laughs> oh man, like, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but that's na- nice. dude, that's awesome that you had an experience like that with your neighbor. That's a good time, dude. And it was two hours before I had a show to do last night. Wow. And I walked around the neighborhood and I said, maybe I could just take a walk and think about what to do (laughs) because the apartment manager wasn't picking up the phone. Zoe was in Santa Monica. And so I'm like, there's no way I can't call an Uber. I can't do anything. And I was like, I have a little bit of money. I can go get a piece of pizza. Did that. Nice. And then it was up to Lady Fortune after that. It all worked itself out. Dude, that's One, so. Two, three, four, five. <laughs> so, are you? Do you have a safeguard in place for if that happens again, or do no. you just? Yeah. No, just not be as forgetful next time. Well, you know, I mean, hey, look, hey, look. Sometimes there's. Um... Sometimes you gotta look. All right. Sometimes you gotta look. That's what I like. <laughs> Um, we could save the be nice or not be nice for next time. Do you want to do a history road? And sure. Let's do out? a history road. Yeah. Dude, Mike's one, Mike, two, you're being, one, two. you're being kind to me because the, uh, the, I, I got the PlayStation five in the mail literally just before we started recording dynamic banter. So mm-hmm. I'm doing my best not to, um, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean by that? that? Great restraint. Part of the end where he snaps. There's a couple extra snaps at the end. <laughs> Could you be my testimony? Um, this one has pictures. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about pictures all of a sudden. Suddenly, we got <laughs> pictures now. I don't know what to do about this. You can do pictures and email now. I didn't know you could do pictures and emails. I'm going to be honest with every one of you. Colin Edwards sends one with pictures in the email saying, Hey, beautiful bearded born baby beach boys. My name is Colin and I'm a veterinary technician in Texas. Thank you for your service. I discovered your podcast a while back when y'all were at about episode 200 and decided to share. I'm sorry. Decided to start a all the way from the beginning. I love this show so much and listen basically every time I have the time. I wanted to tell you a scary story that happened at our clinic a while ago. Oh, it's a Halloween road. Setting full moon midnight in front of a modest veterinary clinic. Hoodoo Mama Juju, what, decided that she was going to put a curse on our clinic. 
Where what is that from? Hoodoo Mama Juju? I mean Wait, I where is that from? That's from something? Yes. I know that it's probably not okay. <laughs> Whatever. It's it probably is. the origins <laughs> of it are probably not okay, but it's definitely from something. Oh, that's from like Waterboy or something. Like oh, that. really? Really? Yeah, that would be something from that does sound like something they'd say in Waterboy. She gathers her various trinkets, whatnots, and finger jiggums and makes her long cocaine-induced trip to our clinic, adorned with her stones and a box... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Adorned with her necklace made of baby toes, a hat made of tree skin, and her cloak of mental illness, she places the curse ingredients from her dimension upon our windowsill with the face of a black cat, various gem stones, and a box with a single cigarette. This is the one with pictures. Yeah. This is the email with pictures. Yeah. Are we, am I going to, do I have seven days before I die? The curse <laughs> of the demigod. Send this to all your friends. The curse of the demigod methamphetamine was placed upon our clinic. I wish I was making this up. I have attached pictures for proof. Since then, no one has moved the items. We are too afraid to touch the items. And yes, this really did happen on the night of a full moon. Okay, so... I'm seeing um, a cat mask. Oh, Voodoo Mama Juju is from uh, The Office. Ah, oh, there you go. What the fuck was I thinking of? Well, funny things, you know. It yeah, looks like yeah. it's a it's a picture of a windowsill, like a brick windowsill, and there's a cat. There's like a cat, masquerade cat mask, and it's just kind of sitting on the sill. And then through the eye holes, you can see that there's a box of cigarettes. <laughs> and I guess there's just like one box of cigarettes. Oh, and then there's like little gems lined on the window. What Whoa. kind of like lit like cigarette butts? No, it's like, like bo- it's like a box. It's like It's a box of cigarettes uh-huh. with one full cigarette in it. <laughs> okay. And little gems all over. Maybe she thinks that if she puts it in the right spot, it'll respawn more cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> that's very topical Mike okay next next one here we got a history road ooh that's very long sorry <laughs> <laughs> you know the one rule you know the one goddamn rule what if it's like very nice well then thank you history <laughs> roads this history road spelled R-H-O-D-E-S comes from Navid Ashraf he says, good morrow, my fellow bouncing bungee cord, bilge rat, banging stinky poop boys. What's up? My name is Navid, pronounced like that Spanish Christmas song. Yeah, I got it. You know the one. Anyway, onto my Leal history, my two Leal history roads. Okay, well, it's short. One it's short, Leal, so. <laughs> the first story is how I recently introduced an old Cloverfields fan to DB. Oh, that's fun, man. Thank you. I am a graphic design student in my senior year, so there's an animation student who regularly asks for my opinion on his mini graphic design ventures. One time, he was showing me a logo he designed for a made-up company that was similar to Tagruado. 
Later, he said he wanted to make an in-depth ARG involving this company. So I said, oh, kind of like <laughs> Tiger Auto and the ARG for Cloverfield. And he was shocked. I even knew what he was talking about. This is like me was and you. Was he trying to rip it off and like not? <laughs> not tell us. I want, I've got this idea for a movie that's like found footage. And in it, there's all these little secrets and we build a game around it. <laughs> and there's a monster and everyone will wonder where the monster comes from and they'll never really get that answer even after 20 movies what do you think later he uh let's see and he was stoked that i even knew what he was talking about eventually he got to a point where i learned he was a big cloverfields fan so i told him about db and showed him some good bits well thank you for doing the good lord's work thank you very much second much shorter story a pretty successful blank is my favorite blank joke. I saw this one on TikTok, or I saw this one TikTok where this person was making a joke about how they were depressed, and the punchline was, my chemical imbalance. So I commented, my chemical imbalance is my favorite band, and that comment currently has 3,630 <laughs> likes. So basically the equivalent of maybe 25 people giving a nice chuckle. P.S. Steve, thank you for commenting a chicken emoji on my TikTok about the chicken bake. Chicken welcome, bake. <laughs> it's a chicken That's bake. great, man. Congratulations on all your newfound success. Yeah, absolutely. What are you, nuts about it? All right. Well, Mike. What are you getting hits in the nuts about it? What are you getting? <laughs> Guys, thank you for sending in your history roads. Of course, if you want to do so like these fellows did, you can send them to dynamicbanter at gmail.com. Also, if you want to see the video version of this show, which has a lot of fun visuals and Mike and I goofing off and trying to make each other laugh, you can go to youtube.com slash dynamicbanter and subscribe to that channel. And uh, yeah, follow us on the socials and stuff. We post about our sh upcoming shows and new merch and... Mm -hmm. um, all that good shit. Mike, you want to dynamic banter.clothing is where yeah. you can get uh, t-shirts and stuff like that. And uh, if you won the goddamn Halloween costume contest, get me your address so I can get you some of them shirts. And um, that's all I got. We'll start planning the next live thing at some point. Yeah, we, it was a, it was a success. So yeah. certainly we're, we're going to do more, um, you know, maybe around the holidays. Who knows? We'll see. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Uh, you know, let's hey, do a know. um a Christmas morning one, <laughs> so that everybody has to have their computers or whatever out with their family. Right, right. <laughs> Bring the laptop to your maybe. family outings and put it on the table <laughs> yeah. when you're having dinner. <laughs> and we'll have and dinner. We'll scream with, about come on Christmas too. And we'll have our own plates with like mashed potatoes. <laughs> and shit. Can you Just pass the gravy? Yeah, me and Steve will eat mashed potatoes with your family. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should just have a service where you could put us on the table during Thanksgiving, and we'll make your family conversations less awkward and yeah. and less like uh, political leaning. Like we'll just bring yeah. up weird shit, like how many Tic Tacs you think have ever been made and things like yeah. that. Yeah, that could be the soundboard, or that could be cameo. Or we can just write a book that's like the dynamic banter guide to life or something. And there could be a chapter about like things to bring up at dinner. So it's not awkward. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's called, that's the avoidance chapter. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole chapter on avoidance. Um, all right. Well guys, thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate you guys a lot and thank you for yeah. checking out our sponsors and thank you to our sponsors 
course, that helps us out a lot if you guys use our affiliate links, which um, we, you know, we said like a million times during the ads and stuff. But anyway, uh, that's it. Thanks for watching, guys, and listening. Bye. Peace out. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>